0: I am recording.
1: Okay. Let me, I'm uh, I, I on speaker. I'll make a noise.
0: Okay. Kiki! Kiki! <laughs> That's your pimp call. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> and then new they year, fly. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, ladies and gentlemen, let's fucking do this. In three, two, one.
0: What are you doing? Testes in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Elwa, welcome to the greatest
2: podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat podcast. All oh, young, in like three things. Two, two, three. <laughs> Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris. And what's up everybody, welcome to the first episode of season two of the Fred Podcast! How's it going, Mr. Moe? Oh my gosh,
0: I'm so excited. I've missed you so much. I know, and even though we are far apart, it
2: feels like we're back together. And I like it.
0: Yeah. I have
1: a massive reaction right now. It may or may not have
0: oh, nice. with it. Oh so, nice. I'm so excited for you. It's
1: <laughs> what I call a sticky situation. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, I'm familiar. So
1: so, what's up, man? How how's quarantine been treating
0: you? I I just did some um uh, some self tanner because uh, you we weren't allowed to go outside, you know. <laughs> so I, I got some um self tanner and I put it on before I went to bed.
1: You put it on before you go yeah, to bed?
0: I, what? Because I thought you know I'll wake I'll wake up with this like sun kissed tan and then uh I let's just have to buy new pillowcases. <laughs> it looks like I shat all over my fucking sheets, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Do you this think that's a, what Donald Trump's bed sheets look like every morning? Maybe, but what a gay fail! You know? <laughs> Yikes! Um, how have you been? because oh, you you've been quarantined with the lady. You got you just moved in together.
2: I know, man. <laughs> literally,
1: like yeah, way to way to put yeah. us to the test. I mean, at first, I'm not. I don't know if this has happened to you. Oh wait, but you haven't been quarantined with Boo Boo. But we we were fighting at first, you know, about like the dumbest shit. And I, I don't know if it's just like like I've changed, you know? Like I used to be more like a, like a puppy dog, like all friendly, like jumping around. What's up? You, know, like you like want to, to be loved. <laughs> and now now I feel like I'm like a cat. I'm like like fuck you. Okay. I feel like now we're, now we're pretty good, you know, once we once once I accepted my territory has been invaded, wow. things moved on.
0: <laughs> do, do you guys fight over the remote control? Like who's watching what?
1: nah we're actually pretty good on that stuff i will say like for the most part we like watching the same kind of stuff together and i'm able to hang out in my room or in our room and she hangs out in the living room or something and we split up time so if there's any particular things that i like to watch on my own i can you know and vice versa so we're trying to make sure that we're not up each other's asses because that's how the fighting starts (laughs) <laughs> so you're not you supposed know, I, to be with a couple like like 24-7 like that, you know what I mean? For months and months and months at a time. Like usually you have right. work, you have like some kind of separation where you're allowed to like start missing each other. It's like after a while, it's like all right, all right, too much. We need a break.
0: I, I did quarantine with Boo Boo for uh, a little while. So I was in LA and when I came back, I went into quarantine at home for like two to three weeks just to make sure that everything was okay before I went to his house. And so I was at his house for three weeks and then I came back to my apartment because technically my my job is, is essential. So we, we got back into work. I've been back at work for a few weeks now. Oh, so. wow. But I will tell you that, you know, quarantine, you know, boo-boo is so relaxed. Um, but one of my biggest pet peeves is, if we're gonna watch a show that he wants to watch, that I'm like, eh, I mean, I'll watch it because he wants to. but if he falls asleep like at the beginning of it and won't let me change the station because he's quote unquote watching it, that like infuriates. Oh me. dude, but I do I mean, that
2: <laughs> uh, but, but usually awful. it's
1: something that we're both watching, and I'm like, no, no because no. my, my thing is, I like to fall asleep to the TV on. And she is a TV off type person, you know what I mean? So I know yeah. for a fact that if I say I'm asleep, she's gonna turn that shit off and then I'm stuck in like eternal darkness in my own thoughts. I love Echo
2: Pack. God, they're so awesome.
1: But yeah. we've been settling on the Google Home has, you can set up like a bedtime routine on it too. And essentially, like you say, hey Google, start bedtime routine, and asks you to set an alarm, and you can pick a bunch of different things. But then you can play, you can have it play like bedtime noises to help you fall asleep. And we settled on a nice, cool, smooth, breezy ocean sound. So you hear like
2: you hear like a nice
1: crashing wave sound. It's like I like it. I like it. It's pretty. And then you pee the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, having these crazy dreams about being stuck in the ocean. And I couldn't remember why. And I didn't realize it's like, oh, no shit. I've been listening to Ocean Sounds for two weeks. And it's literally, yeah, like, I had a dream last night that the shark was after me. It was not cool. So, I don't know. Maybe I need a break. I've
0: had this reoccurring nightmare that I'm about to go on stage um, for theater. This isn't stand-up. This is, like, old school Chris with his old theater company. And I can't remember my first line. Old school Chris
2: loves his theater company. One day... Old School Chris was about to hit the stage. Until Old School Chris realized one thing. He's a loser. Watch Old Chris become New Chris in Old School Chris, rated PG-13. This isn't stand-up, it's theater, stupid. Coming in fall of 2020.
0: And I'm panicked, and I'm like, "Does anyone have the script? I'm. I, I don't know what my first line is." And everyone's like, "You got this!" And I was like, "I don't." Oh, <laughs> and then, like, once they push me out on the stage, I wake up like in a sheer panic. I'm,
1: I've been there, and that fucking sucked. But maybe it's like a weird way of like telling you, like, the world's gonna be okay soon, and you gotta you gotta get ready because stand up is coming back.
0: You know, maybe now when now when they said you know when when the quarantine started. You know, someone ate bat soup and then we all got fucked over, you know. So they said, they said, uh, you can't leave your house. And then they said, we might not get uh, a vaccine until, you know, October at the earliest. What were your thoughts?
1: Oh, man. Well, the thing is, like with vaccines, you know that it takes like usually about like 18 months or so for them to, you know, get tested and all this stuff. So that was in the back of my head already. And with that being said, I was more so worried about uh, short-term versus long-term type of things. You know what I mean? It's like, whoa, what the fuck's going to happen in the next three weeks versus what's going to happen in the next six months? You know, I figured yeah. long-term, we're all going to be okay. We always figure out a way to pull it together. But I was like, in the short-term, I was like, mm, this is looking rough, my friend. Like, <laughs> but then obviously, it was just also blown that I had so many shows get canceled, you know?
0: How about you? I was actually, when this all started to go down, like I knew that it was pretty bad from the get-go, but I also remember that, you know, a couple of years ago we had, what was it called? SARS and then there was MERS and, but it never really got that out of control. So I just, I guess I assumed that this would blow over and it wouldn't really affect the world as it did. Um, but I, I work for a company, um, called Mascot's. And we, we sell eyewear and we have a new shop over in LA. So they sent me out to LA and I was excited because um, I was there for 10 days and I took advantage of it. I, I reached out to a bunch of people and I was getting booked on shows and I had some meetings lined up for our sitcom and I was really excited to meet with some, not just literary managers, but also um, producers that were interested in our project. Right. And uh, as soon as I got to LA, um, shit hit the fan. Every comedy club shut down. Every every like little bar show I had booked, um, closed. You know the bars closed. Um, so it was such a wasted trip. I mean, that's uh, such a bummer. Too. I mean, such a bummer. It's a bummer, but you know what I mean. Like I'm I'm healthy and my family is healthy, and so you know I really shouldn't complain. But coming back from L.A. and I was thinking the last place I want to be is a fucking airport. God oh, damn it. Yeah. And no one in the TSA line is practicing social distancing. Everyone's pushing and shoving. They're, everyone's right. Like, Especially everyone at that first point, to too, when it was chaos in, in the airport. Yeah, and, and and no one had a mask on. And, it, and they weren't wiping down the little containers that you put your shoes and stuff in. And, and people just, were sick.
1: Uh, people were traveling sick because they knew they needed to get yeah. home. Like It was like everybody was traveling then, which was the problem. So then- people started carrying that shit you know it just became a whole big
0: thing oh, you know what's funny though is that um, the <laughs> the pilot was giving his announcement and he went <coughs> and cleared his throat you know uh-huh. and the whole plane like <gasps> is he okay to fly <laughs> Everyone was panicked. Oh, like, oh my, my God. God, I can never clear my throat again in public. And then um they were like, Okay hey, guys, don't panic. We have Brent up here. We've got uh let's see, Margaritas in the back. Uh-huh. And then we all turned around. But it wasn't margaritas. It was a flight attendant named Margarita. And we were like, this is just a mess. This is not the margarita we want or need right now. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But um, but then getting home and then being out of New York for 10 days it's like I came back like after the apocalypse. It was so bizarre. And uh, you know, it's just it's just scary. What do you have to say about people that claim that this was all um nonsense and that there's no such thing as oh the pandemic people
1: the the pandemic yeah. people oh my god those are the people that call people sheep for using mainstream media and like making up their own mind but then they make up their decisions on a disease that has frozen the world based on a youtube video you know what i mean like yeah. one thing for example i saw i saw some girl posted it from my hometown from where i went to high school with actually not like my hometown mm-hmm. venezuela but she posted on Facebook something like, oh, you you think that the CARES Act just came out? No, the CARES Act was actually came out in 2019. That means that the government has been tricking you all along. And it got like four likes, but it had like six shares, which means that six people shared it to their friend. And so they're fucking seeing it. And you know how this shit spreads. And that's like literally one quick Google search found that this CARES Act that she was talking about wasn't even the right CARES Act. It was the Autism CARES Act. It just happens to have the word <laughs> CARES in it. And, and like the date that she named is like an important date for that act. It's like, Man, if you quickly just Google this thing, like, it would pretty much unravel. And the doctor that, that they talk about in the documentary is apparently kind of a nut job. So it all kind of, like, falls apart. So it just kills me inside, man. It just kills me inside. Because it's not even, like, a political yeah. thing. It's just, it's just like a, you know, you wouldn't make up your mind in something real important based on a YouTube video. Like, you know what I mean? It's like... If
0: so, why? You know, I think some of those people are in a fraternity. Oh, oh yes, yeah. yes, 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 <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> okay. And then part of me thinks to myself, like, like if this was all made up and this was a, just a hoax to tamper with elections, then why do they have dead bodies on a forklift getting thrown into these refrigerator trucks? Right, you know, right New right. York, and, and why are they pulling these like naval ships? And you know, this. I mean, it was crazy well because it's a lot um, easier to
1: say and not to get political but it's a lot easier to go ahead and, and say that this is happening than to say hey you know, is it possible the president of the united states just didn't react quick enough to get our shit back in the boat you know what i mean like is it possible <laughs> that maybe the guy just fumbled it and you know we could have probably gotten been a lot better
0: off if he would have just moved you know but i don't know how is um um everyone you you know your circle and you know all your close friends and your family everyone's good everyone's healthy yeah
1: everyone's been really really good to be honest like i can't now
0: anytime because i I know that you mentioned uh uh, a while back that you've been having really bad migraines the moment you had your first were you like oh my god i'm dying fuck this
1: god God damn (laughs) it the thing is like for my first migraine like really bad one i think i was like maybe like 17 or 18 years old But if you Google a lot of the symptoms of like a bad migraine, it is literally you know your 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 left side can go numb, your fingertips can go numb, your you can face can go numb, you have start having a little blindness, trouble breathing, and on top of the intense head pain. But it's very similar to like the symptoms of a heart attack, you know. (laughs) So not having a clue what the fuck a migraine was, I was like, oh my god, I'm dying! Like here it is, take me Jesus, take the wheel. But now now I know what it is. The problem was I had basically – it was like this awful combination according to the doctor I saw that was basically a migraine that wouldn't go away but also a bunch of cluster headaches in the back of my head. So, Which basically is just like like little headaches that on their own that probably wouldn't be that painful but since they're all little clusters all around. It just leads to this crazy intense pain, and that was going up and down. It starts basically from like the middle of the back of your head, and it goes all the way down your neck. And then meanwhile, I had a regular so migraine. Like air
0: pockets? What is this? How do you get rid of that?
1: Um, there's different things that they. I mean, they 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 got prescribed me to some shit, and then but also you can do like little massages and you know like icing it or putting. He said if I take a hot shower, let the water rain. There's nothing really you can particularly do.
0: You can take things for it, you can, you know, but you just tell your girlfriend, you say, Hey, Julie, the doctor said that I need um, foot massages regularly. The doctor said the way so to the get, get rid of order, them, you know.
1: The, the doctor said the way to get rid of them is just oral sex. So I'm sorry, gotta gotta get <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one I have here. It's quarantine, so sorry, babe.
0: Get on your knees with them double D's, girl. <laughs> Come on now. Is that, is that what you said? Yep. Like, just like
1: that. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> like oh it gosh. was, it was two weeks of that shit, and and just one day though, like just like that. Like I mean, the cluster, uh, the migraines went away after like maybe like eight days, but then I was stuck with a cluster headache for a couple of days. And then one day so I just woke eight, eight, up and I
0: felt good. You're sensitive to light too, right? So you're basically in a dark room for over a week.
1: Yeah, but eventually the thing is, to be creative, I need to use my computer and I need to edit content and I need to do a bunch of things and write. And, and so, the first like two days, I I was very very good about being in a dark room and not you know and not stress myself. But I know then eventually I tried working out one day, which made things worse. And then I tried to use the computer and then I was on my cell phone, which made things worse. So eventually, like, I definitely sure I aggravated things by being stupid and stubborn, you know. So next time I have something like that, I'm definitely just going to shut off for a couple of days.
0: <laughs> you know what? I was getting headaches, not to that extent, but I started taking this medicine. So I think um, I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast in the past, but I'm so paranoid that I'm going to lose all my hair. And my hair started to fall out. Now, um, I remember thinking that my mom's dad was bald. And then we we actually talked about it recently. And she was like, no, he wasn't. She said, There's no baldness in the family. And I was like, what? I think that before he passed away, maybe he his hair got a little thin. But um, he was ill, and that's probably what happened. But <laughs> um, uh, she was like, no, everyone in the family has Like lots of hair. I don't know what you're talking about, but what happens is I get so stressed. You know, I was gonna say, I was gonna say stress. Yeah, well, some people get so stressed they, you know, talk about their feelings. Yep. Well, I don't do that. Good God, no, no, my hair falls out. So, uh, it was like falling out a little bit here and there. And I know I talked to you about it, but then before I went to LA, I was just so stressed about all sorts of things that it was like coming out in clumps, like in patches. Wow! And I was like, "This is awful." So, um, uh, I I got this this medication called Hims, okay,
2: um,
0: but not for boners, just for hair, <laughs> okay. because I think Hims also does sure. like boner pills. So I was like, "Let me see this." And so it's supposed to um affect your testosterone level so that you you I guess uh, either stop with male pattern like baldness or it, it um. Helps maybe even regrow some hair. So I started taking that, and um, then I then I when came back from L.A. I I got uh, an appointment with a dermatologist, and they gave me some shampoo uh, to use. And now my hair is growing back, and I'm like, I don't know if I need this medicine or not. I'm not sure if this was even helping, but now I'm afraid that if I stop taking it, my hair is going to start falling off. Now it's
1: a vicious cycle, and then that's how that's how they keep you
0: hooked forever, though, you know. You know, it's just one little pill a day. But I thought, you know, I guess it can't hurt. But what it does hurt is um, when um, when I first started taking it for about a month, I had these like really awful headaches. And if I skip a day, and I'm like, oh shit, and I take a pill the next day, um, the headache comes back. That's how I know I've forgotten to take a pill that day. I don't know why, but I was reading these side effects, and apparently migraines are side effects of this uh, Hims medication. Right. I don't know. So. We will see But damn it's crazy like Every time I had a headache I was like I'm dying Fucking Corona it Jumped up my goddamn ass <laughs> Yeah Fuck no
1: right yes. and, it's, and it's almost like a thing You don't want to tell anybody It's like oh I have these awful headaches Because It also oh. got to the point of craziness Where For a while Every symptom that you had It was like Oh you have Corona Like everything you googled Corona Corona
0: Corona of course. You know, I just got a antibody test yesterday. Oh, yeah? Um, I haven't got the results yet. I think getting back this at the login, I went to urgent care, and uh, it was really easy. You know, you you uh, um, go online, and you can stake out your spot. So my appointment yesterday was at 422 p.m., which sounds bizarre, but I waited outside at like, you know, 415. At 422, they were on it. I- Old
2: school Chris went to get an antibody test. Old School Chris shut up at 4.15. It was all going great until Old School Chris realized one thing. He's still a loser. Watch Old Chris become New Chris again in Old School Chris, the sequel. Rated PG-13. It sounds bizarre, but it's a sequel, stupid.
0: And you know, New York is crazy crowded, but they were on it. I was in and out within just a few minutes. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping that I have antibodies because when I came back from LA, um, about a couple days later, I had a fever for like two or three days, uh, and some sweats. And uh, you know, that was pretty much it. Someone else on staff with me in our LA shop. Was out a few days prior with a fever, but nothing as severe. No coughing, like what they say on TV. Uh, so when I I um, called my doctor and then did some like telemedicine, and they were like, "Don't leave your house. Just stay home and drink like Robitussin or like you know Will uh, and just you know hope for the best. And if it gets worse, call us." Yep. And I thought, oh man, I really don't want to get you know I don't I don't want, I don't want a ventilator. That's scary. But um, uh, everything was fine. But in the back of my mind I'm always like I wonder if I was sick with corona and didn't know it you know so and I'm not gonna lie NyQuil
1: is my best friend like with my with my migraines those last last couple weeks I literally like probably had NyQuil like probably an entire week in a row because <laughs> yeah. eventually it just I just couldn't fall asleep it, it hurt so bad that it was like okay something has to give and it has you know like uh, NyQuil has uh, a sedimentophene Which you need for migraines and things like that so i was like okay close enough here let me get some sleep but that's scary too though because it's like i'm glad it went away because some people have these chronic headaches that last for up to like a month or sometimes even more
0: yeah so
1: i was like man like i don't want to get addicted to nyquil like that's such a lame drug to like you know it's like it's nyquil
0: (laughs) what a lame drug you know what when i was in school this a long time ago like it was cool to have like a minor, I guess, coke problem in high school that that meant that you were popular and wealthy, you know. Yeah, I was gonna um, say so you have money. But in my case, <laughs> I, I um I had a laxative addiction, and I couldn't go um, poo poo <laughs> without a handful of laxatives, and that wasn't anything to brag about in the locker room. Let me tell you. So um, I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, my mom took me to the doctor, so we did a. Uh, a colonoscopy to figure out what was going on with my insides. And I remember uh, um, her going out in the hallway and me talking to the doctor and being like, okay, I'll level with you. This is kind of embarrassing. Um, But I spent all the money I made mowing lawns all summer on laxatives. The goal was not to do that. The goal was to buy the latest Mortal Kombat game for, you know, Nintendo 64, but one thing led to another, and I'm hooked on these fucking X lax like, you know, whatever, so, uh, uh, you know, addiction's a crazy thing, it could be nickel, it could be laxatives, it could be, um, exercise, you never know, yeah, I mean, addiction's out there, that's true, at least, but at least exercise
1: is a good one, you know, like, get jacked, but. Laxatives? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Laxatives. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what do, you, does that make you feel better? You know, being a, a hooked on Nyquil. I mean, that sucks. But I mean, I don't know I'm going to go chug some Nyquil like, right now. A laxative addiction. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine going to like an NA? you know meeting and being like hi i didn't know where to go um see i you know I, I sympathize with your crack and heroin addiction yes that sounds horrible but let me tell you this i have a, a, a debilitating addiction to um chocolate x <laughs> uh so if you guys <laughs> would like to jump in on this uh you know i, I it's it's just um, embarrassing i don't know well Anywho, actually speaking uh, of speaking uh, of things like that since you've been on quarantine and uh, no
1: matter if i Throw this out there. Have you been able to uh keep up with your boat tax or anything like that? Or are you are you oh. are you melting, you know like
0: <laughs> you <laughs> like know, the wizard of last <laughs> so so when they started so the place I go to, when they started to open things back up, um they said that they were doing like uh appointments um. Uh. Very spread out, so they had enough time to like san- to like disinfect before and after every patient. Glass. And so I reached out, and they I had to do this. Um. This. Online, like screening to to say whether or not I've had symptoms recently, if anyone in my apartment has been sick or whatnot, you know. <laughs> and uh, because I've been working for the last month, I'm not quarantined. I, I haven't been quarantined for a month because I, I go on the train every day to go to work. Oh yeah. And you know, we're we're cranking out eye exams and whatnot. So, um, because I'm not quarantined, uh, they they wouldn't uh, allow me to come in. And I thought to myself, well my lips are so important to me like I should just lie but I could never because you, I don't know what kind of germs I'm bringing home from work I don't know you know So well you know people lie on uh, that shit for sure like if people
1: I'm need sure stuff like do, that's what actually scares me about like states opening up early because it's like if for the people that really need the money like they'll say yeah I'll, I'll feel fine and then go work in a restaurant or something and then cough in my goddamn soup and then here I am here we are again kind of scary
0: you know what's so scary is when you're on the train have you been on the train yet
1: not since the whole thing actually the, the the last time I was on the train was like maybe like the first or second day where it all started I went to record uh, podcast
2: at the QED Astoria
0: Coppinwood Comics Oh yeah you did your Donald voice wait do a little Donald for us
2: Oh uh, what do you mean okay it's just it's just me okay it's not it's not oh, a well, voice it's just the president of the United States okay believe me
0: guess he's got a boner now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's <laughs> why they like it okay? uh, Yeah
2: uh, and I, I'll, once you're done with that make sure uh make sure you talk to my lawyer okay and then we'll set something up <laughs> can't talk about it to anybody else though okay don't worry.
0: Was part like like I, I don't wish harm on other people. I don't think I do. I don't think I'm that evil. But part of me was I don't want to think it's wishful thinking, but part of me was just wondering, like, what if uh President Trump and Mike Pence got sick? Because they weren't they haven't been wearing masks. Right. So I I you know, anyone that has kids, I don't want anybody to get sick, you know. But but I did wonder, like I wonder how that would change history. You know, if 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 this bat flu took out President Trump, it's still weird for me to even say President Trump because I used to like I used to watch The Apprentice.
2: Yeah, can you believe that, man? Jesus Christ! Now this week, Atzima's thoughts.
0: I don't know if Mike Pence has ever sucked a dick, but I guarantee a man has sucked his dick. <laughs> I would put money on that. He looks like the type that's got his, you know, he's got boys slobbing knobs left and right. Oh, I, for I sure. think that, you know. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming.
1: Remember the Kelsey Grammar thing I sent you a couple days ago? I remember I sent it to you the other day. Where he What happened? <laughs> Wait, no, that's totally the wrong name. What's the politician's name? Oh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. No, Kelsey Graham is the actor.
0: Duh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was like, what? Lindsey Graham. Oh, about the ladybug. <laughs> yeah, man. The, was, the, was that a real article or was that just um? I like think a that's satire? like
1: the new talk in town. That it's like a commonly known thing. And behind the scenes that he has these male, younger men that come over and do things. So... I don't know. I don't want to get sued, but that's the word on the street. We're just reading it here, so don't come after us. And did you hear about the case uh, that I recently saw that the Trump administration was trying to argue that this uh, Christian adoption center had the right to ban gay couples from having kids? Which, honestly, being a religious organization, I would usually totally get. But the fact is, this adoption center is uh,
0: taxpayer-funded. Which means they don't have the right. I think that, you know, when people hear the word gay, I wonder, I wonder, you know, the conservatives what they think. Do they just think that, like, we're snorting poppers, like, four in the morning, every night, covered in glitter, and, like, you know, dancing to Cher. You know what I mean? I, I, like... I, don't know. I understand. do they not realize that most gay men statistically are very successful um it's not like um it's, it's not like we have uh responsibilities like other mouths to feed because it's kind of hard for us to make babies so if we're going to actually commit to adoption and potentially you know uh, buy a kid like it's like we've thought about it <laughs> and we're prepared Dude, however,
1: I mean, I, however i'm pretty sure you can't get a uh, you can't adopt a kid when you call it buying a kid
0: <laughs> that's what you're doing excuse me i like to uh, 30, i like to 000. buy that one please <laughs> it's, like, whoa, whoa, it whoa. Really, it's, it's like you're basically buying a kid it really is It's on average it's about 30 plus thousand dollars to adopt a kid Damn. and uh, uh and the you know prices are always going up and um you, you know, it's, you remember back in the day, oh, they're going to get mad at me for saying this, but you know, back in the day, um, that, uh, I think that in China, you were only allowed to have one baby. Yeah. Yeah. They just <laughs>
1: recently they, changed this.
0: They recently changed it. And so and everyone wanted a boy. And so they used to throw out the baby girls. Did you hear that? Yeah,
1: no. And the problem with that though, is that now China's a big sausage fest.
0: One person's trash is another person's tax write-off. If you think, yeah, about it. right. You know, so like John Oliver actually know. did
1: a, a big a, a report on this whole thing, and, and it literally, it's like now, like women are completely outnumbered in China, and you basically look at the, you have these like sloppy fat bachelors running around China with no women oh, in time. Oh my gosh. So they they basically like go to classes and do all these ridiculous things to give them an edge on the competition. You know what I mean? Like basically go to classes to learn how to woo girls and things like that. So check it out. Check it out. It's on the John Oliver show.
0: You know, my, uh, my friend back in the day, my, my, my old roommate, you know, rest in peace. He, um, uh, my, my best friend, Charlie, is actually going to be his um, one year anniversary from when he passed away last year. So um, I think next week. So um, uh, when we lived together, uh, you know, I used to always go to the pet store. Any pet store. I couldn't walk past the pets without going in and like, you know, playing with all the pets. And he would say, you know, it's like you're giving all the animals false hope. I'm like, so what? He's like, you wouldn't go to like an orphanage and browse. And I was like, why wouldn't I? Why not? It's a lot of money. (laughs) And he's like, are you serious? Yeah, "Yeah, I'm fucking serious. It's a lot of fucking money. So if I'm going to dish out 30 grand for a kid, I want to make sure that that kid's parents have a high IQ and, uh, the, you know, this kid is going to buy me that summer house I always wanted, you know?
1: Um, I feel like you would show up to, a, to, to an adoption center and tell, play a kid and, and get him to love you and then tell him you're going to go back for cigarettes and be right back and never show up again. <laughs> 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 Pack your stuff, Billy. You're coming home with me. Oh, actually, I'll be right back. And. <laughs>
0: I feel like um the the length of this kid's legs um I'm sorry the the ratio from the waist to the feet compared to the waist to the top of the head I just I don't know is do you think this is potential model material I'm sorry I just have a reputation oh wow is that a hair lip that's gonna cost 13000 dollars no, no 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 I feel that's like I feel like if me. I adopted you know I a kid shouldn't have kids
1: if I I feel like if I adopted a kid I would want to adopt one that is ironically the complete opposite of me so maybe like. You can be like six foot eight, like you know, like Chinese or black, anything. And I think it'd be kind of fun in like a weird, ironic way, you know what I mean? Like sit around in the playground with other parents and look at the six foot eight kid. And then I'll be with the one with the six foot eight Chinese black kid with the five foot eight Venezuelan dad. <laughs> I'll be like, that's my son. It's like what? Yeah, bitch, that's my son.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Plus, it would be fucking sweet if, on top of being 6'8", he was super, super strong, you know? Because then he can carry me around, and, like in those like baby things, you know what I mean? Looks like, like baby carriages, the chest ones, and then he'd be great. We can be buddies.
0: <laughs> have you seen um, like on on like Mori? Was it Mori? Mari? Mori? How do you say? How do you pronounce his name? I don't Maury? know.
1: I actually have never known that, so I try to not speak about him. But if other people if this, bring it up, then I'm New like, Yorker? oh yeah, him, yeah, totally, I love the show.
0: Is he a New Yorker? I don't know why that matters. I just feel like New Yorkers say things differently. You know, like in New York, um, how do you say the word drawer? Oh, I say drawer. Yeah, me too. But you know, in New York, they say drawer. Yeah, I haven't heard that. <laughs> it's two syllables. Draw. Drawer. Draw. <laughs>
1: It sounds like you're having a fucking brain aneurysm. But they also they also say, uh, you know, like Mario, like Super Mario. They say Mario, which right there is some shit because it ain't no Mario, it's Mario. No, my my
0: coworker says that you know where I come from, you know, I grew up in in, in Baltimore. So in Baltimore, we would say. Mary, Mary, Mary. So we would say Merry Christmas. My friend's name is Mary, and she's gonna go marry so and so. You know, but in New York, it's it's um uh, you marry someone. You you you're, you have a friend named Mary and then you can say merry christmas so it's it's like three different pronunciations of the same it's just bizarre you know everyone's like new york is so wonderful i'm like ah uh, it's a fucking cesspool of germs It's basically an incubator for disease it's it's it is the um uh mecca of the coronavirus so like people are like new york's so wonderful the, the yep. energy the energy it's called cocaine it's not great new york is a dump yeah but i, I love it I mean,
1: it's it's my dump you know what i mean it's like I feel like even though it is it is stinky in some places and, you know, sometimes hobos freak me out and I saw this rat that has gotten way too close to me on several occasions on the subway before. Uh, I love it. Whenever I go perform there, it's there's nothing like it, man. Like, I feel like, I don't know. There's, you just get this rush of,
0: like... Okay, this is
1: this is where fucking
0: dreams are made, man. Well, the, I, I brought up Maury a moment ago because I watched an episode of Maury one time with this girl. She had a baby and panicked because she didn't know she was pregnant. I'm like, how do you fucking not know you're pregnant? Yeah, right. Um, but she had she had what she thought was a turd but it ended up being like a baby. Um, <laughs> and then sorry. she put it in a trash can. Get out. And I thought to myself, I wish I was at that trash can at that moment because that would have saved me $30,000. <laughs> it's funny, you know, you put someone in the trash, you know, uh, and um, I don't know if I if I pull a baby out of the trash, I'm I'm going to jail. But you know, people pick through my trash and grab water bottles and stuff. And, I don't think know, it's the same thing. So
1: yeah, oh. I don't I don't think it's the same thing here at all,
0: <laughs> whatsoever. I don't know. Just saying. <laughs> what can <laughs> you do, Jason?
1: But by the way, uh, have you been watching any shows or anything? Have you been able to binge watch
0: anything? Well, you've been. Carlos, I don't even want to say it. I don't even. Oh, God. What have you (laughs) been watching? I'm so embarrassed to tell you. What have you been watching? I'm so embarrassed. I've been watching Vampire Diaries, and a couple nights ago, um, I I was inconsolable, uh, just crying because one of my favorites died. (laughs) But um, it's okay. He came back. Well, of course he, he did. did he's, a, he's undead. He's a vampire. You don't, don't kill off a vampire. I, but the end of the season, I was like, oh my god, I was a wreck, a wreck, and I was so embarrassed. I couldn't talk to him on the phone. I was like, oh my gosh, like my love interest just died, and like, what am I gonna do with my future? Like that was, you know. That's what I fantasize about. Is you know, That's I'm I'm, 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 I'm forever you know a, a 14 year old little girl you know trapped inside a, um, a beautiful young man's body. Uh, so <laughs> what what have you been <laughs> what what have you been watching?
1: Well, I checked out this show called Upload recently, which was created by. Is on Netflix? It's on uh, Amazon Prime actually. It's created by Greg Daniels, who worked on The Office, The Simpsons, Parks and Rec, King of the Hill, and some other stuff. And basically, it's set in like the pretty near future, and the premise is that basically there is a like a new program that is invented that when you die, when you're right about to die, you know that you're about to die. They can upload your consciousness into this. Essentially this program and you live in like, Ooh, yeah. like Oh yeah, I
0: think I saw previews all this. Dude,
1: so good. And then like it's it's actually kind of a fun show. It's kind of freaky because you start looking at it, and it's like, man, this isn't that far off. And I do believe where they've been talking about doing stuff like this, which is called like whole brain emulation. Look it up, super interesting stuff. But it's a really fun show. I I we binge watched the shit out of that. Is it funny? It's like it's almost like a dark comedy, but it's also kind of interesting because i mean the guy that dies is a younger guy so then it kind of starts going a little deeper than just like he you know he didn't just die of natural causes you know so you kind of start going into that web so it's it's interesting but it's funny and it's kind of charming it's kind of sad it's there's a lot there's a lot to it another one i just finished watching and this one's on netflix is the jeffrey epstein one filthy rich and that show oh. literally should just be called White People with Money.
2: White People it's with Money. Just- <laughs> <laughs> White People with oh Money.
1: It's like every time. And I mean, it's like four or five episodes, but if you watch it, it's, it's essentially you, you, you. they interview some of the survivors, some of the victims, and um, basically you get really excited. It's like, okay, we got this son of a bitch. And you have this cop like getting like, yeah, we have all this evidence. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom world people with money he gets off he gets off and it just
0: happens over and he gets over. off and they know what he does when he gets off he gets he off he gets off um, yeah you know, why because people with money world people <laughs> and with then you money. see the,
1: I, I, you see the properties that this man know. had and it's like the craziest yeah. shit he lived in a paradise like having these crazy weird like orgies almost it's like I don't know it's
0: like White people with money, man. White people with <laughs> money. So there's a lot of celebrities and, and like politicians associated with Epstein. Wasn't like Bill Clinton, like a friend and
1: yeah. support oh, I mean, no. Trump was also a friend. Uh, I mean, he had a bunch of celebrity friends because he was a bajillionaire, you know. But he made his money by basically stealing a bunch of it from people, and oh. no one, no one seemed to care. You know, no one seemed to ask him. No one seemed to you know. It was just kind of like. At the time, it, it, it wasn't necessarily out in the public enough where people gave a shit, but even after he was arrested the first time and he got this ridiculous sentence where he was, I think it was like a year or two, but he could get out of jail six out of seven days a week to go to quote unquote work during the day, and, and then at nighttime he would sleep in the jail, so he got work release, and like he got this like right away. So um so I mean he got he after that sentence, which was a joke, no one really stopped hanging out with him. And then now like after the second time that he went down and all the shit went went to
0: hell. Everybody Wow, he basically got away with murder. What is he, a cop? Wow, people with money Um Wow. You know, I, I don't understand why they never really investigated that more. Like, clearly he didn't kill himself.
1: And the documentary, touch on that, and it might honestly have just been a thing where that jail was a piece of shit, and the cameras weren't working, and, you know, it's highly known that there's not a lot of staff there. So while they were looking at, like, the conspiracy theory aspect, most of them agree that it was like, you know, most likely not. He just did it, but it was just such a shitty jail. That they just didn't catch it. The guards actually were notorious for
0: falling asleep on duty, especially there. Really, I don't know. Cause I feel like I feel like everyone had a motive because if you were oh, talking. You know, everyone would be fucked, and I was really hoping that everyone would be fucked. I hope he kept a diary somewhere. Well,
1: apparently, be this, Have you heard the group Anonymous before? They usually like leak out
0: things. It's like it's like WikiLeaks.
1: Yeah, kind of like that, but they they and they they're mostly like a group of hackers, and yeah, essentially like oh, kind of like know. WikiLeaks, but they sometimes they put out messages and they wear these cool masks, and honestly, it's kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> kind of cool. But anyways, I saw recently that they leaked out this paperwork and it was a court document actually and it was accusing donald trump and epstein of uh of doing inappropriate things with an underage kid so i but then that thing is like is this real you know what i mean like i I don't know
0: you never know and
1: that's like i mean because obviously anybody can make that but there is a ton of these crazy sexual abuse allegations tied up in court it's like what if it is
0: real it wouldn't shock me man maybe who knows? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I don't know. And again, we have no idea
1: about whether this is true or not. We are just reporting on what we are seeing being released. So please,
0: don't sue us. Wild people with money! Remember he was all about like, um, he, he was all about uh, deporting immigrants. And I was like, you know, your, your wife...
2: Yeah right. Awkward. Her, like, you know,
0: lo- <laughs> um, I think that's an you, no, excuse. Like, hey, he just wanted.
1: He just wanted to return her and say, yep sorry,
0: baby.
2: <laughs> it's the law. Okay, just gotta send you. All home. Okay, there's nothing Maybe, I can do." You know,
0: I. I um, okay, I, I wonder I, I feel like it's a loveless marriage, and I feel like you know, once his his term is up, whether or not he gets reelected, I'm not sure. But but if he doesn't get reelected, um, then. Uh, if she were to leave him, she's gonna have a multi-billion-dollar book deal. Let me tell you, I just hope she doesn't write it. I hope that she has someone else write it because the poor thing is <laughs> the. But, but, uh, but, um, um, and I hope, and I hope she enough, also I doesn't.
1: Uh, I hope she also doesn't do the book on tape. She also just has hire somebody to read it. Because <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> you know can you I imagine like,
2: December 32, 1999.
1: I saw Donald naked today for the very first time and say oh no I hate this I hate this let's let's fast forward this I love that the rock uh indirectly called out Trump recently because you know about the black Lives matter protests and all these things you know he basically asked in this very powerful video you know where is our leader now you know like you have all these things happening you have all this
2: social. He
0: was inequality. in the bunker.
2: Yep, he's in a
0: bunker,
1: and then, you know,
2: oh, I was just testing it out, folks. Okay,
0: the fucking really at eleven thirty at night.
1: <laughs> you we're testing out the bunker eleven thirty at night. That's that's the time that you decided I'm going to test out this bunker. Okay, believe me.
0: No, I talked to her friend the other day, and um uh, it's actually a coworker. She's like, I haven't been in the city. You know, it's so scary. I see on the news how how horrible it is, and. Came and walked down the street, and I was like, What? No, I mean, there's been some looting, you know, which is unfortunate, you know, that comes with the territory of the protests. You know, it may be, you know, stop killing black people, then people won't loot. And it, you know, it's pretty, it sounds pretty simple to me, but um, um, you know, hold cops accountable or hold anybody accountable for right, like if uh, everybody but, just um, got but, uh,
1: accountable to the same laws, we probably wouldn't be in this pickle, you know.
0: Uh, but uh, I have to say. So all my friends out there who were scared to protest. Now I understand it's scary to leave the house because we've been in the pandemic, and we've been told not to. So I mean that's right. understandable. But I can tell you that when I when I was um, just this past Sunday, um, when I went to the protests, you know I'm as far away from people as I want to be. So I kept six feet away from me, and I wear a mask because uh, in New York you have to. And if someone broken mask like one person ahead of me their like string broke on their on the ear loop Mm -hmm. and someone ran up and like hey here's an extra so people were handing out free masks they're handing out water bottles uh people were going around spraying suntan lotion on those of us who had like pink shoulders you know it was uh it really was like beautiful sense of community it was yeah uh, that sounds nice interesting because everyone that protests was respectful uh we were prepared um you know it, it was it was lovely to watch, and then I look on the sidelines and I see all these cops and none of them had masks on and uh I was like, "Wow, this is, uh, this right. is interesting. you know um I, I don't mean to get too political by any means, but I have to say that I think that protesting can be a beautiful thing and and I was really impressed with, absolutely um, everything.
1: absolutely we I have. Everything. I have liked, you know, that's I really have liked seeing the amount of love and, and, and positivity that has come out of this awful, awful incident, which was the George Floyd and all these other, you know, because America, I feel like, is, is kind of at a tipping point. And so I, I have liked that there have been many people who have decided to just shut up and listen to, you know, the plight of the black community. And at the same time, I have been seeing more people stand up for others and start arguing with you know their racist friends whether it's on social media or not to tell them they're being ignorant which they used to probably be quiet about and to the point you know with, with if you're scared to protest there are other means of things that you can do whether it's staying informed you know just something as simple as that can help you know you can donate to the black Lives matters movement you can donate to the innocence money for families exactly so you know you don't necessarily need to be out there uh you know for example if you have a loved one at home that is that is susceptible to covid totally understandable so that being said i have liked uh, the solidarity One, another cool thing I saw that Michael Jordan and his uh, uh, Jordan brand are donated 100 million, million dollars over Holy 10 years shit. to organizations for racial
0: equality and justice which is yeah, fucking right. awesome like talk about putting your money yeah. where your mouth is so, oh I just I mean, joined uh, Twitter oh you seen it okay yeah, followers sure. listen I'm on tw- I, I tweeted um, and I, I don't quite understand what I'm doing um, I, I know how to retweet pretty well um, I got in my first Twitter arguments because this um, well, well let's just call her Karen wow. Karen uh, complained about um, a peaceful vigil because it um, was inconvenient to her and her dog walking path to the river so um, uh, she was very upset and wow. I was very upset with her reaction and wow. I got blocked but my first Twitter person wow. look at that I've never been blocked. Well, That's I cool. feel like an influencer. I use my power for good. <laughs> and Karen hates me, and I hate her.
1: And before we get out of here, make sure you check out my good buddy Simo, on Twitter at Seymour Comedy, and myself at Carlos Does World. And also check out my YouTube page at tiny.cc slash Carlos Does the World, and you can see some new content I've been putting it out with my good buddy Barack Zib another hilarious comedian from new york also make sure you check out our amazing sponsor the moon life clothing their stamp out racism design at the moon life clothings uh instagram facebook website you name it all their proceeds are split between black lives matter and the innocence project so check it out great cause great stuff so, then, but, but proditos, anyways, on that, mucho gusto. oh, gracias, señorcito. Ojalá oh, oh, o sea, que tengas un panorama de no, día no, Y ba, ba, si ba, me ba. necesitas, right. lo que right. tienes que hacer es meterte el dedito uh, en el culito uh, no. y te haces así. teñada teñada right, okay.
0: okay, so, um, uh, Carlos, I miss you, man. I can't wait to see we can do this in person again. And to all our listeners, I hope everyone's safe and. I hope that you're not. Well, I don't know. I like
1: not wearing pants for this. This is quite fantastic. So I don't know.
0: I'm, I'm gonna get used uh, to listeners, it. he's uh, lying. He's never I'm, wearing pants. I'm always like, please put some fucking pants on. Whatever. <laughs> I'm always like, please put some pants on and stop being a goddamn fat suit. And I um, motion to adjourn. And me and my sweaty balls right. second. So
1: we're out of here.
2: See ya. See ya.